0: Hello, we designer a duo's podcast, a podcast from the perspective of two designers, Kaya and Rach. Kaya is a junior designer at the beginning of her journey within the industry and Rach is a senior designer and art director with nearly a decade of experience and now running her own business. Stick with us as we document our highs and lows of designer life and the learnings we capture along the way. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> Take two. We realised as we were maybe ten minutes into our first conversation that the microphones went on, <laughs> so we're now restarting. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie error. Um, but we were saying how we were just hyping ourselves up for quite a busy
1: day. Yeah, we have an extremely busy day of just. I feel like everything's in little bits and bobs today. Yeah. yeah, we've got little bits to chop and change, and not really really big tasks to do.
0: Yeah, just getting them ticked off the list.
1: Yeah, which is a good thing and a and a bad thing at the same time.
0: Yeah. Um also yesterday was the first day officially where we dropped the podcasts. So we've been really chuffed with like, the feedback we've received so far. It's been so well like so well received. Um so yeah, yes.
1: Yes, it was it was pretty good to be fair. Like we um We dropped them, and so far I think we've had, what, 80, around 80 listeners? It's
0: actually more like 90.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, when I looked last night, it was 65, but... (laughs) (laughs) Not that we're counting. (laughs) Not that we're counting or anything. But actually, it's really, really interesting in terms of the analytics when you view it, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you can see where people have actually listened to the podcast.
0: Yeah, and which ones are the most popular. So hopefully that informs us to give you guys some podcasts that you want to hear.
1: Yeah, but we got some feedback and we'd love to hear your feedback as well. So please, like, message us about whatever you want to hear, what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy. Because obviously that will...
0: And drop us a DM because um, we're really keen to get guests on the show as well. So it would be really great to actually chat to some of you guys on the actual podcast.
1: Yeah, it'll be really, really good. But
0: today's podcast is um, actually quite fitting because... Today Kaya officially starts her first day on her degree apprenticeship weep, weep. So we're going to be doing a little bit of a deep dive into the, like, the process of the apprenticeship How it all came about um, And then maybe even like if there are any other business owners a little bit similar to me I might be able to offer some insight <laughs> into a complicated process It was all very, very, very quick I know it was very much
1: like our podcast wasn't it it was very quick like one minute we didn't really know what we were doing and we were saying this yesterday we didn't really know what we were doing we were a bit like on our feet about it yeah and then the next minute we were like yes let's do it
0: (laughs) I think within a day you had signed up enrolled into a university course and you were starting like next month we were like whoa that all happened so fast it
1: did it happened really really quick
0: so do you want to chat a bit about um you're doing a marketing degree aren't you
1: yeah, so, sorry, I had to cough. Um, yeah, so I'm doing a marketing degree. And the reason why i done this was because I actually had the choice of going into a design degree or a marketing degree. But our, well, Rach's business is primarily focused on design. And I thought, like, as an individual, I could bring something else to the, to the company doing marketing. And also, I get taught design by Rach every single day. I'm just going to be going back. to the fundamentals of design and probably relearning everything I already know yeah so uh, to me I just thought that's not going to benefit me it's just going to tell them that I've got a duery in design which you could see anyway from a portfolio
0: yeah definitely and I think because we kind of have that gap where we've engaged in zero marketing so far you've almost got like something to play with or like case study to start from scratch
1: yeah a bit of trial and error really and especially with this Mm. as well it's really interesting because we've already started to look at the analytics and see what goes well and how to market ourselves. yeah so that's only going to get better as I get more informed yeah definitely so my decision was always going to well it wasn't always going to be but I always wanted to do a degree but I wanted to do a degree apprenticeship and you probably heard us speak about it before but I was really adamant that I didn't want to go to uni, I wanted to do a degree apprenticeship, um, and they're really, really hard to come across.
0: They are, but I also think there needs to be a little bit more education into business owners, and how um, well, like great they are for both parties, like not just the apprentice themselves, but the business, so if you're UK-based, I mean, obviously, I'm sure it's different for other countries, especially America, but... For us in the UK, if you're a limited company, you can take on an apprentice and their course is 95% funded through your limited company. And, <coughs> sorry, as you can imagine,
1: a lot of, like, we were looking at these stats and, and how much money it actually costs to go to university. University is, what, around £9,000 a year, just basic uni.
0: Yeah. So your course, your apprenticeship course, is like 22000 isn't it? Yep. So... The government funds 95 percent of that which to me is completely mind-blowing like i just can't get my head around it but so in theory my limited company would have to cough up 1050 pounds but then the companies get 3k funding so technically the whole degree is free now i know that the companies lose out on time with the apprentice not being there or learning or whatever but it's a long-term investment from where i'm sitting
1: yeah, and I think the thing is for you as well is that because you don't have a marketing background necessarily, yeah. it's a good thing to bring in. Yeah, and although it's yeah, it's four years and there's four years of me only working four days a week, but eventually, like that's going to be worth a lot more than what I would have been worth in four years not doing an, a degree apprenticeship.
0: Yeah, you would still be sick in four years. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm not laughs> so. But it's great that you've got it on your. Um, your CV and like it's just preparing yourself for the future if you ever need a tick box exercise to say you've been to uni or you've got a degree then it's it's there isn't it
1: yeah and I to be honest like I know a lot of people that go to uni and they don't rave about it and they're like oh my god it's more assignments than anything Mm. which I probably am gonna notice yeah but you know I think that it's really important like my parents have always said to me like education is the most important thing and I honestly like do believe that and when I was younger, I always used to think, hmm, no.
0: I think it's easy to be put off, though, when you're at school and you're thinking, like, you don't really have any idea of finances at school, how the whole student loan system works. And when they're saying that it's 9K a year just so flippantly, it's really easy to be like, what? Like, overwhel- Like a feeling of overwhelmingness where you're like, I don't even know what I want to study, let alone spending that much money on it a year and like the thought or like how do you pay it back and to be honest I can see how stressful it is for like people of your age and yeah
1: Yeah, and I think also like you, Cass. when you're in school you literally so you get into year 12 you you finish year 12 but by the end of year 12 you are talking about what you want to do even by the beginning of year 12 you're meant to have this is sixth form so like when like when I was in year 12 as soon as I got in it was like what do you want to do as soon as you finish year 12, you're pretty much meant to have an idea. As soon as you got into year 13, so your last year, um, by October, so bearing in mind you got in September, you like, yeah. rejoined the year. By October, you were applying to unis.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: And it was crazy. Like I was sitting there like, how do people know what they want to do? I was like, you've got this many months left of your A-levels.
0: And it's a really involved process, isn't it? Because you have to write a personal statement, which... i didn't have
1: to do either did i
0: this was all really really easy
1: it was so honestly like it was it was basically that we had to prove that i had the a levels to get into the course didn't we i had the gcse's to get into the course um and then we had
0: a meeting with the supplier or like the intermediary between the university
1: yeah so we actually went with a company called qa apprenticeships Mm, which okay. I'm sure a lot of people will probably know because they're actually quite a big umbrella of a company for apprenticeships.
0: And I really rate them, to be fair. <clears throat> yeah,
1: well, we had two like two different separate interviews, one with a different company and one with QA Apprenticeships. And QA Apprenticeships was actually really, really helpful and really, really informative. They gave us, like, a, um, a PowerPoint on what to expect what the course entails and we had another interview didn't we and he literally basically we were on it and he was like okay what are your details and he started signing us up and we were like oh no I know <laughs> I was like um I'm not too sure we had no idea about the course did we like he he didn't tell us about the yeah no the course and didn't like ask if we had any questions um but that was a design Um, degree which we didn't go for in the end but no Q A apprenticeships have been really really informative all the way through which is really helpful
0: yeah how are you gonna how do you feel about juggling work and uni uni work I feel all right like the thing is with our work I
1: feel like it does tend to stay within our hours if not like an hour or two after work like it's not a job which we work until really really late at night you know like we will say to our clients I'm really sorry but we'll do this for you tomorrow yeah um and they're really understanding about it they're great but I just think if I have that one day for my degree yeah then I can catch up on my notes and stuff I've got the weekend I've got like evenings after work I've got my lunch break so it's how all the I I think it will just be finding my
0: feet with it a little bit Yeah, both of us finding our feet, right? So, we'll just have to we'll we'll make it habitual that you don't have work on Fridays.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just going to be little things where we're like, kind of conditioning the clients to like, no, please send it before this date. Yeah. And um, hopefully they'll get the they'll get the idea and they'll be able to do that.
0: And maybe it's in like the details as well. So like in your email signature, let's change it to apprenticeship. Or like, yeah and then say i don't work fridays i'll be out in the little writing underneath yeah so that's like putting it out to the universe as well please please don't email me
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't say something's urgent <laughs> no it's not like i'm not going to be on my emails or anything obviously i will be and i'll be responding to people but it's just obviously makes it a little bit easier when they know
0: yeah definitely when they're aware
1: But, no, anyway, talk through the funding and everything that you've had to go through. Because, obviously, I know you had a few little documents, didn't you?
0: Yeah, so it wasn't that intensive, actually. One, like, you would think that it would be shitloads of paperwork, and it wasn't. Um, It's just, I don't know if anyone listening is familiar with the .gov UK website, and it is notoriously, um, well... Yeah. (laughs) They ask you for a hundred passwords. As long as you've got your passwords written down, it's not so bad. But um the intermediary actually really helped me, like the QA company. Um there's something about a cohort and if you assign them to that then they basically set it up for you so that it makes the process easy. And then literally all I have to really do is go on and like reserve funding. And then I think I get an instalment of like three different payments.
1: The thing is, it's variables. crazy though because we were sitting there calculating. We were like, we actually, well, Rach actually gets paid. Yeah. For, and I understand that obviously that's a whole day of Rach missing out on me. That's a whole day of work you're missing out on, which is somewhat annoying.
0: Um, I'm less concerned financially and more concerned of like,
1: oh my god, it's tiring. just me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I think um, that is a bit, it's a bit tough.
0: we'll be all right it will be fine and it all just like with um our previous podcast on the new year's new goals like one of our goals is to get someone else and that's another reason why i think it would really help us both because we've got someone else to lean on for those kind of times you know
1: yeah definitely and i think um that's i feel like this period of time is going to inform what we do need yeah like whether it be another junior designer whether it be whatever it be it will inform it
0: exactly yeah um so in comparison to all your friends what do they do that I know a few of them are at uni aren't they yeah so
1: uh, most of my friends actually went to uni I don't have I I have one friend actually um who's PT yeah it's really cool she's doing really well um but most of my friends are actually at uni um the only person who I actually know that has a degree apprenticeship is my boyfriend yeah so um
0: you were both really lucky then you yeah you like to the odds a little bit
1: yeah like he um he was really really lucky with in terms of what he does so he is a quantity surveyor so he's doing like a degree in that um in like a big company up London and he had to go through like quite a few processes in terms of even to get into the apprenticeship really? um the degree itself with his university isn't actually the best mm. um they're not they well we actually don't know what my university's like yet because we haven't experienced the university we've experienced the kind of middle ground which is QA apprenticeships yeah the process so obviously we don't actually know what um the university is like but he was really really lucky with his apprenticeship and he's now in his third year i think he's only got one more year left after this nice yeah so but he's um done really well out of it and kind of gone up in terms of job title and things um
0: and it's not really so much like even if the degree is not great like he's a he's got the degree when once he finishes Mm. and b it's like the more the relationship with the company that he has
1: yeah and the thing is also you've got to think like he um he has so much more experience than other people in in, that are joining as a graduate so he's actually got he's actually training people that are graduates to do his job so i think that's really crazy to think like somebody who spent all this money at uni that that has gone to uni and everything l who's a couple of years younger than them is yeah. actually helping them do what he's doing.
0: Do you know what though? From Speaking from someone who went to uni and did it like the traditional way, yeah. like those people that you're talking about, <laughs> um, it doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Like, I think there's a little bit of a misconception that if you, at school, Ooh. you get told you've got to go to uni um, and then once you do and you come out, you kind of assume that you're going to get a really good, well-paid job and it doesn't really work like that because... You don't really have the experience in the workplace, and as frustrating as it is, they almost want that. And even if they even if they take you on and you haven't got the experience, there's still a lot to learn, you know. So yeah.
1: Well, I was finding that even with just applying for normal jobs and apprenticeships, like we've spoke about before, I'm sure on the podcast about the the job which I actually really really wanted before I found Rachel's job, Mm. Um, and I got declined from that apprenticeship because I didn't know enough about the company.
0: Yeah, that's nuts.
1: And, like, it's an apprenticeship. I meant to learn. Like, I knew the basics of the company um, and what they did. Like, they were an umbrella, like, for loads of different little companies all within this big company. And they all did different things. Like, you, you wouldn't... Like, marketing, graphic design, all different aspects of things. Um... But I actually got declined from that apprenticeship because I didn't know enough about everything they'd done. Yeah. And I think, like, that's really, really crazy to think because it shouldn't really be that hard for a young person to get a job and want to do well in their job. Exactly. Like, I feel like it, it's very stereotypical in schools to think if you are not going to uni, you're not going to have a good job, you're not going to do very well. Yeah. And... Also, at school, it's very much made out to be, like, these degree apprenticeships are really, really hard to get. Actually, I personally think they're not as hard as you think, but schools are really ill-informed.
0: Yeah. I also think that with the jobs as well, because I can't even explain to you how many people told me I wouldn't get a job from studying art at uni, and I was just like, okay, well, let's see what happens when we get there. Um, And then when I did get there, I was actually one of the first to find a job out of my friends. So, like
1: and I like this is one thing that we've um we've spoke about as well is that the art industry is like you've just said like a lot of teachers and things are like why would you do art at a level why would you even question art at university like yeah why would you put that in the picture because and also it's pictured as though if you are not good at anything else you do art yeah don't you
0: and I, but i just think schools are so far behind like industry standards now so i mean obviously you've been out of, i've been out of school for ages and like you've been out of school for a while so it might have changed like in the last couple of years i suppose but i would arguably say that the creative industry is one of the most sought after industries at the moment just because like social media like everything needs to look amazing yeah it all needs to, to look pretty through. doesn't it it's just all marketing and like we're I know we've spoken about the metaverse a bit before, but like digitally, we're only advancing or improving on that, or like embracing it more. So, from my perspective, we will get to a world where it will all be digital. Like we will take our meetings digitally. Like metaverse school will be digital. I don't know. Who knows? I'm sure the parents. I just are like think
1: well. it's it's really crazy with schools I think that they're really quite far behind. Like in school. It's all about IT, it's all about economics, it's all about sciences, maths. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, these people that do these things normally do pretty well for themselves, but not everybody can do well for themselves in that industry. There's always got to be some dropouts, there's always got to be people that drop behind, people that make more money. Definitely. It's the way things go.
0: And if you don't love it, if you're like, um, pressured to do science or something like that, and you're not completely in love with it. I mean, that's a hard study for four years or however long it is. Yeah,
1: and it's not even just the four years, is it? Because it's, it's then going into that field after. Like, I know some people change their field of interest after. Um, like, one of my friends is actually doing criminology at uni. Okay.
0: Um,
1: and she really doesn't like it that much. Like, she likes some part of her courses, but she doesn't like other parts. But she really enjoys the marketing part of her course really so now she's going into marketing ah. so after she she finishes her criminology degree she's not doing anything with criminology
0: you would think criminology would be quite fun wouldn't you so
1: i think that's the that what you what you would think but the way she was explaining it to me she was like no it's not it's not at all
0: interesting
1: again in informed like
0: yeah no, no one's really aware
1: well I think people make you believe that these industries are really really interesting and you'll have so much fun when in reality you will not.
0: Yeah um to be fair a lot of them even are and all the the ones that we would consider to be fun I think you're still gonna have to do the stuff you don't want to do.
1: But yeah like I feel like there's stuff in every single job unless you're really 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 lucky. And yeah <laughs>
0: and you love every <laughs> single aspect of it.
1: That you won't love and I think that's just a part of life like there's there's things that you're not going to love doing that you've got to do yeah and there's things that you're going to really love doing that you may have to even like pass off to somebody else because you're so busy
0: yeah and that's a thing like one of the books i recently read um it's a really great book it's called the big leap by guy gay Hendricks i think um and he talks about the zone of genius and that's basically saying like the bits that you love um and are the best at like that's the focus you need to stay with
1: yeah, and I think that's that's also what me and Rachel are finding at the moment. Like we're finding all about the things that we really, really love and the things that we don't necessarily as much. Yeah. And we kind of aim to more be able to do the things which we love. Like me and Rachel, are very, very similar in terms of the things which we do enjoy and the things which we don't enjoy as well. Yeah. So but th- that's really good because it informs us on what route the the kind of business can the business can go down
0: yeah and the gaps of like where someone else could potentially come in yeah and like fit in with us
1: but anyway back to the apprenticeship because I feel like we've we're still on the apprenticeship isn't it but diverted a bit um I think definitely like if any business owners want to know anything about it like definitely contact us because it's made out to seem a lot harder than it is yeah wouldn't you say
0: it's really simple
1: and, like, the, the fact that you hired me as a junior when you could have hired me as an apprentice and got funding for me and stuff like that, like, yeah. it's all little things that you wouldn't really think about but would really, really help. A hundred percent.
0: Yeah, like, literally send us a message and we'll do our best to help. It's Cryer's first day, so...
1: We're not experts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And good luck on your first day. Oh, um, thank you. And we'll keep you updated on the process as we go.
1: Yeah, so also... Please let us know in terms of what you enjoyed and what you didn't enjoy because obviously we're still very new at this. And um, it'd be really, really nice to keep you all here, hopefully, and um, for you to enjoy the podcast and, and enjoy, like, joining in. I
0: know, help some fellow designers. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, we'll speak soon, guys. Bye. Bye. our time for today but watch out for our next episode here, all things design and if you haven't already hit subscribe and we would love for you to leave us a five star review you can find us on all podcast platforms including apple and spotify and make sure to follow us over on instagram at signaduo.studio speak soon bye